The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to our 2020 year in review on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro. And this week, we're going to be talking about everything that happened in the glorious year of 2020. Joining us for 2020 year in review week is both Jordan Cooney, a SEO strategist and advisor for Search Metrics, and Tyson Stockton, Search Metrics' vice president of services. And today, Tyson, Jordan, and I are going to talk about how Google launched and managed the communication for their updates this year. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, on with the show. Here's my conversation with Tyson Stockton and Jordan Cooney. Tyson Stockton, Jordan Cooney, welcome to the 2020 Year in Review Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you, Ben. I think this is the first time the three of us have actually been on the podcast at the same time. It's a little scary, I think, for all of us. What could go wrong? I know this is going <laughs> to be a nothing. total train wreck. <laughs> three guys talking uh, over each other, arguing about what happened this year. Well, guys, how was your year? Anything notable happened? There was this thing that happened this year. So that oh, yeah, was the COVID. pretty big news. The COVID. Uh, you guys too? Recall. Yep. I didn't hear about it. What was yeah. it? <laughs> I think that we should limit ourselves mentioning COVID. This is it. Like, that's it. Now, the rest of the show cannot mention COVID. So, <laughs> was good. We got out of our system early. Yeah, exactly. We got to do five episodes, guys. Come on. We're going to talk about COVID. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. One per. One per. <laughs> Let's start off with a non COVID related topic. This is an SEO podcast. 
there's a company called Google. Let's talk a little bit about what happened with Google this year. Mm-hmm. There were some updates, mm-hmm. not necessarily something that only happened this year, something that happens all the time, but there were some changes in how Google communicated. First off, let's talk about what the updates were. What do you guys remember about Google updates this year? Well, I mean, I think that there's a going trend here with Google's core updates. Obviously, we had a couple core updates, one core update in the beginning of the year, one core update towards the fall. And then most notably recently here in December, we just had another core update, which was a bit of, I think, a surprise for most people in the industry, but a very cyclical pattern in terms of Google's core updates. And I would anticipate that we continue to see that kind of behavior going into next year. Yeah, I think one that kind of jumps out to me is like, typically with the core updates, it's similar kind of vein as far as like the impact. But I'd say for me, like one that kind of stood out a little bit is the May core update. Because I felt like what we were seeing in the data from that seemed a bit more of an emphasis of Google's interpretation of query intent versus maybe like page and content intent from more of a landing page perspective. So I think that one for me, even though it's still all in the same vein of how Google's understanding content, that one seemed to be a little bit more pointed towards the interpretation of the query intent. And I think the example that we spoke about kind of a few times with like Spotify and artist names and the big drop that Spotify had in May, I think that's probably like the best illustration that I came across of that difference or nuance of that update. You know, I remember at the beginning of this year, it felt like we were doing a Google Core update podcast episode every three days. And, you know, my (laughs) takeaway was, yeah, sure, there was a couple updates and maybe there were minor changes. But Google really had sort of, it's not an aftershock, but basically a pre-shock. There were these smaller little tweaks, little updates, little announcements. Then all of a sudden we had a big adjustment, the core update, you know, the beginning of the year and in the middle of the year and now again in December. And so to me, you know, it felt like there was a lot of little announcements coming from Google. And then obviously, you know, three sort of big landmark shifts. And Tyson, you mentioned how Google is starting to think about query and intent. And my understanding, some of the big adjustments that Google made in terms of the core updates It was really around natural language processing and understanding how human speech behavior really works. When you start to think about some of the changes that Google actually made this year, not just how did it impact SEO, but what do you think Google is actually trying to accomplish or what did they accomplish this year with the changes they rolled out? So I think you're right. And it hasn't been anything new. Like Google has been on this trajectory and this objective of like, okay, how do we reach the next level of serving up the best results? And you know, an obvious and kind of inherent part of that is understanding language, understanding intent. The more clarity that you can have around that, obviously, the better you can serve up content for it. One of the things that I thought, you know, and it's kind of in the same vein, but a little bit different is on the search on event where Google's kind of trotting around the new and greatest of what we accomplished this year and kind of what's coming. One of the pieces that they did confirm was the usage or the increased usage of BERT. And so with that, at kind of the beginning, when it first rolled out, it was being used, I believe it was referenced as around like 10% of queries. And so they did say now that's being used on almost every single English language query. And then it's expanding out further into other languages and categories as well. So I'd say it's hard to separate out these official core updates 
but then also this increasing trend that we saw of the application of BERT and the expansion not just within the English language, but across other languages as well. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So Jordan, why don't you catch us up? Tyson mentioned that there were the core updates. There's the additional rollout of BERT. Walk me through how you think about the differences between what Google rolled out previously and is continuing to roll out and what the actual changes they made this year are. Yeah, so I think that if you look at from January to May to then the core updates that happen later in the year here, so much of this emphasis is on ensuring that there is high quality results showing up in the SERP, that content quality metrics are being adhered to by different industries or different verticals. Ultimately, what Google is leveraging here is their ability to ensure that there's a high standard for great results showing up in the SERPs, whether it be limiting deduplication, reducing the number of stack results, removing certain criteria that they feel isn't really adhering to the way that they expect content to be served in the SERP. Even after the January core update, and as we moved into the May update, we actually saw Google change a lot of their policies around featured snippets and the way that they actually showed featured snippets. And I don't think that these things are coincidence, right? I think that these are all ways by which Google maintains quality of content in the SERP. And so when you're thinking about this as a website, you should be thinking about really a lot of improvements to your core content? Are you doing freshness efforts? Are you actually removing duplicate or useless content from your site? Because these are the things that Google is evaluating in terms of making decisions as to what they're going to show in the SERPs. Now, when you think about how Google announced the content, is there anything that sticks out to you this year in terms of how they've communicated the difference between an expanded rollout of something like BERT or a core update. Talk to me a little bit about Google's communication and how that's changed in 2020. Yeah, I think it's been remarkable. It's a 180 from where it was just a year ago or even a few years ago. And hats off to the entire Google team, John, Danny, 
and really just the collective folks who contribute to the entire set of content that they're publishing, whether it be video content on their YouTube channel, whether it be through the webmaster Twitter handle, whether it be in the fact that late this year, they completely rebranded Webmaster Central to Search Central and really kind of updated it and gave a whole new fresh look to the content that they're publishing. I think that Google is doing an amazing job of supporting not just the SEO community, but really, you know, webmasters in not only the industries, but the technical folks that manage these sites. And I think that it was sorely needed and they did a great job in 2020 of doing it. One other thing that I think illustrates this quite well, and I think it's more assumed that they're going to be vocal about when they're making like enhancements and improvements to the experience. But I think the illustration of this that really showed me the effort that they're making in this communication was also in airing out a little bit of the dirty laundry when they had the indexation bugs. You totally took my next question. I know. It's just yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right, so keep going. What happened with the bugs? (laughs) Yeah, so them coming out when they were having issues with the indexation problems, and there was kind of the first more nodal one with the glitch or kind of piece in caffeine. But that actually I thought was impressive to them, you know, own up, acknowledge, yes, we had an error, it's being fixed, it's been fixed. And through all those mediums that Jordan just mentioned, I think that's been a real positive in the sense of how they're interacting with the community. So Google did a better job this year of communicating to the search community by not only mentioning when there was something like a core update, those are announcements that they've made before, they lived up to some of their mistakes. But Jordan also mentioned that they're making changes to some of the public-facing assets and resource to try to clarify what is actually happening. One of the things that's interesting to me when we talk about some of the announcements that were made is that Google basically started to say what ranking factors are this year. And they're doing a better job of not only helping SEOs understand how search is changing, but also how they're evaluating what the criteria SEOs need to live up to to get their content to rank. So we're going to cover that topic in tomorrow's episode. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with both Jordan Cooney, SEO strategist and advisor to Search Metrics, and Tyson Stockton, Search Metrics' vice president of services. Join us again tomorrow morning when we talk about core web vitals and some of the changes that Google's made to help SEOs understand how to manage performance. In the meantime, we'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Jordan or Tyson, you can find links to their LinkedIn profiles in our show notes. You can contact them on Twitter. Jordan's handle is JT Cooney, J-T-K-O-E-N-E. And Tyson's is Tyson underscore Stockton. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to VoicesOfSearch.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs. 
because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out over social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B E N J S H A P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.